You're listening to a trainumentary commentary track. On this episode, Anton Figg breaks down the drumming of Elvin Jones on a Love Supreme. Okay, well, it's, you know, it starts with the sound of the gong. And that was, uh, you know, I know Elvin was, was interested in orchestral percussion as well as the uh, trap set. And um, there's Tim's on the, on, the, uh, on the fourth piece of the record. What's really nice, um, actually everything you want to hear in Elvin's playing is contained in this record. On this particular cut, uh, you hear him playing his kind of Latin, Latin kind of feel. And what's really nice is he, he sets up this pattern for about 16 bars and then he starts to go faster, you know, just make it sound like it's going faster. It's not actually speeding up. And, and he keeps sort of subtly intensifying the rhythm so that by the end of the piece, it's really crackling along beautifully. And this is a kind of Latin style that Alvin made his own. Um, and again, you know, he didn't stick to, uh, like, you know, the hi-hat had to be here all the time and the cymbal had to be here, but the cymbal kind of propels the song along and he's improvising underneath all the time. So he had this kind of rolling sound um, that it was just all the four limbs going all at the same time, but, you know, with a very purposeful direction. And I think that's what made it sound pretty unique, was that it was just always kind of swirling and moving in some fashion. This is a, uh, you know, well, you know, it's it's interesting that the that the that the pieces kind of are put together via the bass interludes, but when the drums do come in, um, it's another kind of style that Alvin's really well known for is like this kind of uh, triplet feel, you know, da 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 that's sort of going on all the time chattering away between his snare and bass drum and hi-hat and cymbals and I think this is like the classic Elven ride um, that is impossible to emulate that only sounds like him but is so unbelievably effective and uh, it just propels the song along beautifully and th this was the song that they were playing at his funeral and he has that great swing of his Uh, this is also a very, uh, uh, like, typical for Elvin style of his drum solo. I know that uh, that he kind of thought, like, if, you know, you don't have to keep something 
necessarily in time if the emotional aspect uh, if the musicality wants you to take it to another level why not kind of speed up i'm not talking about when everyone's kind of grooving along but you know he's not really i don't think he's kind of thinking of the time of the song necessarily here i think he's just playing and emotionally getting taken around where he does one thing that Elvin did a lot was the triplets between you know I'm sure all the drummers know but all the musicians you know between the bass drum and the toms and he does that on this and he'll do it at one tempo and then suddenly it'll be like a lot faster and this is um again with no disrespect what I sort of call it sound of like having the drums just tumble down the stairs it's just like it's just a you know a sonic delight you know and just energy energy and sound and force and you know it's you can just hear this you can hear his personality coming through it's it's way transcends just playing the drums and you know when he does lay into the time which comes at the end of the solo it's a blistering blistering swing uh and especially effective is Elvin's left hand on the snare comping against Coltrane and it's like it becomes who's pushing who in a way they both kind of uh, it sounds like two racehorses galloping down the down you know not but not in competition with each other just kind of in sync completely in sync yeah and then you know of course need to say more <laughs> Alvin's playing uh, timps and uh, cymbals and I think the timps if I remember correctly they tuned a fourth apart with tonic and dominant and uh, you know this this whole uh, suite I think was was done in one session and uh, I think Ashley Khan actually says in his book you know that this song was a result of the night's work a lot of it uh, apparently a lot of it was one take but there was one song that they did a, a few different takes so they were you know it, it's um, it's kind of music where you have to pay attention so it's like so they're saying like you know you could never have recorded this song first it had to be in the order of how it was recorded and uh, i don't think it was that usual to have have tim sonner I don't think you could call this, you know, like a jazz record, you say. But I mean, this is a, a, a music that that defies a label. I think it's spiritual music. And aside from the fact that that um, of Coltrane, you know, reciting a poem on the saxophone and all that, I'll leave that to someone else to talk about. But uh, I don't have words. Thank you. 
For more information on the program, visit trainumentary.blogspot.com.